you are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome into the Braves postcast after what was a very profitable evening for the Atlanta Braves, a profitable weekend. They sweep away the New York Mets. New York walked in in first place by a game. Atlanta leaves this series up by two with a magic number of one heading into a three-game series against Miami. We got a lot to talk about in this Sunday finale as the Braves picked up their 5-3 victory and beat the New York Mets for the third consecutive day. And we're going to tell you all about the big performances in this one. Uh, wax poetic, I guess, on this series. And, of course, look ahead to what the Braves need to do to finish off a fifth consecutive National League East Division crown. We'll do that after I remind you, of course, to subscribe to the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta right here on YouTube. Make sure you enable alerts to get notified every time we drop a new episode. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Uh, Jake, it feels like about 72 hours ago you and I were sitting around thinking, all right, don't talk yourself into thinking a sweep is going to be something that's you know the most realistic outcome here. The Mets are a tough team. The Braves are a tough team. But sweeping a club like this, particularly one with this much on the line, is anything but a given. The Braves went out with their one-a-day mentality of winning that day's game, and they did it for three straight days. And now they find themselves in first place all alone by two games with three to play. They actually did it, Grant. I'm not going to lie. Look, coming into this, I was the one saying they got a sweep. They got a sweep on the back yep. of my head. I'm thinking, that's just too much to ask. And this team came through and they fell behind in every game in mm -hmm. this series and came back in one that just tells you right there everything you need to know about this team when it comes to the big moments so what a weekend it was I mean the tallest of tall tasks and they come through with the sweep the work's not done yet I know we'll talk about that but wow what a weekend for the Braves what a weekend for its fans there in Truist Park I mean it was just a lot of fun yeah, I mean, I can tell you, being at the ballpark on this night, I mean, there's that cool air of October was there. The sellout crowd at Truist Park, once again, I believe the 42nd sellout of the season, third consecutive sellout in this series. The Braves over 3 million fans. You knew people have been piling into the battery all year long to get a look at this Braves team and see, would they be able to come from 10 and a half games down on June the 1st to overtake the Mets and have a chance to win the division? We've heard from all corners of the internet, all corners of sports media, that this race should have been over several times this year. It was not over. It's not over yet. The Braves still have a magic number of one, but what they have accomplished this weekend goes a long way towards winning the first battle that they need to in order to win that war that will leave them at the end of October raising another commissioner's trophy. Game number 159, the finale of the three-game series against the Mets for New York. 98 wins just as they came into Truist Park. 61 losses, though, now. Three runs, 11 hits, no errors, and nine men left on base. Braves 159 on the season. They hit the century mark in wins for the first time in 19 years. Five runs, five hits, no errors, five men left on base. Very symmetrical there. Dylan Lee picks up the win in relief. He's 5-1. and one. Chris Bassett takes the loss, drops to 15-9. and nine. Kenley Jansen nails down his third save in as many days, his 40th on the year, and tied Dennis Eckersley for eighth all-time on the saves list. So a lot of things went into the final three outs of this one. Three hours, 21 minutes it took, 42,713 paid to see it. And what we saw, Jake, I feel like is a game that was managed much like we saw the postseason last year. You know that the hook can come a lot sooner for starting pitchers when you're in a winner, you know, kind of take-all feeling game. And I know this may not have been 
you know, the last game of the season. There's a whole bunch of scenarios we could throw around about what it is or what it's not, but it felt like it was must win for both of these teams. The season series was on the line. The Braves now have that. Charlie Morton did not pitch his way out of the fifth, got into a little bit of trouble early, and the Braves bullpen bailed him out, and Brian Snitker didn't hesitate to go to this bullpen once again in the middle frames. We've talked about it all year long, and I know I've seen it in, in my comments. I've talked about it on the podcast. You know, there's frustrations during the year because Brian Snicker, you know, maybe doesn't go to his best bullpen arms, you know, in a game. It's different managing over 162. But you go back to the postseason last year, that's how you manage when it's a postseason-type game, and that's exactly what Brian Snicker did in these three games. Like you said, getting a, a starting pitcher out of there early, not messing around, going to your bullpen, which – as again, we've discussed, has all the trust in the world right now mm -hmm. of Brian Snicker and for good reason. So you love seeing that. Look, Snicker said it himself. These are these are playoff games. This is these are postseason games. And you can see the evident in the way that he managed these games. Yeah, Charlie didn't have it tonight. And that's unfortunate. And we can get into that more of that. But to be able to, to pull the plug and I'll give Charlie a little bit of credit for coming back after that third yeah. inning, at least giving them another inning and an out there. I'll give him some credit for that, but Snicker not messing around once he allowed that base run in the fifth inning, pulling the plug, going to that bullpen, which was just absolutely lights out in this series. Yeah, four and two-thirds innings for Charlie Morton, nine hits in this game. The Mets had base runners all over the place, only one walk. They scored three runs against Morton, who struck out five, allowed a pair of home runs as well. And it's, it seemed like from that third inning really on, the third, the fourth, and the fifth, the Braves had action in the bullpen behind him in each one of those frames. It was Jackson Stevens, it was Colin McHugh, uh, and then it was Dylan Lee, obviously, who took over for him. And when you look at what this bullpen did, four and two-thirds innings of two-hit shutout ball with one walk and four strikeouts. And this is after throwing four innings in the opener, four innings in the middle contest, four and two-thirds innings. Can you top this? The Braves bullpen answered each night, yes, yes, and yes, we can. Yeah, absolutely. And look what Jansen did on the first night. I thought there's no way he's going to be able to pitch again on Saturday. He does, and he's great. And then comes back for a third straight day and is just as good. Shuts him down one, two, three. Maybe you could say he wasn't a good. He didn't get a strikeout in this one, but still, it was quite, you know, uneventful, which is what you'll take for your closer. I mean, Iglesias just absolutely filthy. We talked about it last night. Chavez stepping out with the work that Dylan Lee did. I mean, all of these guys right now, I mean, have such a huge part of this bullpen and getting it done. And when you come in, you, you trust them and you feel pretty good about it when they come into the ball game. Look, they're going to yeah. give up some runs. They're, they're not going to be as perfect as we've seen them you know, over the month of September and as they were in this series. But these are big spots. We've talked about it. These are postseason type games. They're coming into these situations facing a good Mets team, some really good hitters who put the ball in play, work at bats and work the counts. And they were able to do what they did. Again, I can't say enough about the phenomenal yeah. work out of the bullpen. Yeah, I mean, you might get hand out a little series MVP share to each one of these guys because all of these outs were huge. And look, I mean, the New York Mets came in with the exact same thing on their mind, but they came in with a lead in the National League East and it, it melted away in game one when the Braves beat Jacob deGrom. Then in game two, Atlanta got to Max Scherzer. And then here in game three, they assaulted Chris Bassett here early on and it was the offense that was using the long ball to great effect throughout this series. We'll talk about that more in a moment. I want to remind you, as always, that Coffee AM is the official sponsor of the Braves postcast. You can check out Coffee AM, an Atlanta-based small batch coffee roaster, over at coffeeam.com slash locked on today. 
Get a look at their full menu, coffees, teas, and gift sets. That's coffeeam.com slash locked on. Use that coupon code locked on. You'll get 15% off your first order. Coffee AM is the best small batch coffee roaster in America. Now, the Braves were brewing up their runs in this one, using the home run to great effect. Dansby Swanson in the first inning got Atlanta on the board, then Matt Olson in the sixth inning with an important insurance run. So they bookended the run scoring on this night with those two home runs, three consecutive days that each of those men homered in this series. You can argue, and I think it'd be pretty valid at this point. I don't think it's hyperbole to say three biggest games, three must-win games for the Braves if they wanted to control their destiny heading into the final series of the season. And Dansby Swanson, who's been known to have some clutch moments, has three of them. Matt Olson, who had just been looking for his moments this season, had really struggled through an awful September. Man, did he come through under the brightest lights in the biggest games for the club so far. We talked about it. Those guys at the top of the order getting it done and needing them to really step up here late in the season. And the home runs were great. And that's what the Braves do. And that's why they're such a dangerous team in the postseason, because one through nine, they can take you deep. And you don't typically string a lot of hits together. You're not going to get a lot of walks in the postseason facing good pitching, good bullpen arms that are going to be used every night. So you need those guys that can take you deep. And that's exactly what this Braves lineup does. Second best in all of baseball Mm -hmm. behind the Yankees. I will tell you, though, the at-bat of the night or one of the at-bats of the night for me, obviously, Travis Darnose is up there. But the walk by Matt Olson Mm -hmm. in that inning, I mean, a week ago, even Matt Olson's chasing that two seamer off the plate away, trying to do too much, trying to make something happen, trying to force the action, but he doesn't. He takes those pitches, he gets that walk, gets his hundredth RBI on a bases loaded walk right there, and keeps the inning going. I mean, it's just been at bats like that that we've seen from him, especially, which is great to see. But really, I think a lot of the Braves hitters in this lineup, especially at the top of the order. You know, we love seeing that from these guys, just working those at-bats, not trying to do too much, looking for that mistake and taking advantage when they get it. And they did it, and they did it against some really, really good pitchers. I mean, Jacob deGrom and Max Scherzer, I mean, these are Cooperstown candidates right there. I mean, I think Scherzer is a slam dunk, and deGrom, I can't imagine how he could not get there. I mean, he's been the best pitcher on the planet for about five or six years. So, you know, even if you make the Sandy Koufax argument, I mean, we're talking about two of the best pitchers you'll find in this era of baseball, and I'll just stick the flag right there. The Braves beat them on back-to-back days. They used the home run to do that. They used it again on this night. But you're right, Matt Olson, not just his home run in this one, but that bases-loaded walk really helped ignite or or further the inning that was brewing there for the Braves. Travis Darnot with a two-run single to put the Braves on top of that game. And then, you know, Matt Olson just adding some insurance later on. Great to see that. His 33rd homer of the year, 101 runs knocked in now and so i think you got to say that if matt olson was saving his best for last in terms of you know what time of the season he's going to come up with these big hits big home runs and you know be just in the middle of everything good he picked a pretty darn good series to start doing some of that and he picked the right month i'll put it to you that way this will be a great month for matt olson to just go wild as they say and run all the way through the month of october the braves will most certainly take it uh, Travis Darno, obviously, that two-run single was a big one in this one. The Braves scored three times in the bottom of the third, right after the Mets had scored twice in the top of the third. Atlanta's one nothing lead did not last very long. They were down 3-1, to one, and then they were able to rally in the bottom half of the third inning, add that insurance, and hand it over to the bullpen to deliver this 5-3 victory. Lots of great stuff happened in this one. Obviously, the best of it is the sweep that gives Atlanta a two-game lead in the National League East. It, it trims the magic number all the way down to one. This was the scenario we were talking about was the best case scenario from uh, this series. If you wanted to be greedy, if you just wanted to expect it all and, you know, bet the house or whatever it is, the Braves were able to deliver a big time three game sweep. I think and send a message that 
you know, come October, this is a Braves club that's very capable of doing the kinds of things that it did last year. And Jake, 100 wins for this club. If I told you back in spring training, hey, the Braves are going to win 100 games, you'd be feeling pretty darn good about where this season was going. But and there were some times where I don't think people were feeling too good. And some of those times weren't even too long ago. Yeah, like I said earlier, after the, after the month of May, if you would have told me they'd have got the 90 wins, I probably would have <laughs> taken it at that point. Right. But even if you go back to spring training and say, hey, they're going to get to 100, I probably would have said they win the division by five games pretty easily. But again, the Mets have been that good, but it shows the resiliency of this team. Like I can't, I can't express how, how big this game was on Sunday night and what the difference that it makes, whether you win or lose this game. I mean, you lose this game, and while winning those first two is great, you're mm -hmm. right back in a position where you're at the mercy of the yeah. Mets, and, and you have to pretty much sweep the Marlins and hope for some help from the nationals. And now you win that game, the work's not over, but you are definitely in a much better position. So yeah, it's one game, but that was just the biggest of big swing games. Cause you win the season series and with yep. the new playoff format and everything, it makes it so much more important to win the division. And the Braves took a huge step towards doing that this weekend. Yeah. The Braves won 10 of the 19 head to head games against the Mets. And this was Jake, to your point, the difference in having a magic number of one, if you sweep them and, being able to be in control of your own destiny or a magic number of four on the other side. And that would have required by the simple math, even if the Braves won all three games in Miami, some kind of help, as you mentioned. So a huge game, a huge swing game. And what a series for the Braves at Truist Park as they play the final regular season game at their home ballpark and get set to head out to Miami to finish things off with a three game series against the Marlins. Get you set up for that after I remind you, as always, that betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. You can find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games, reviews and news of every league, MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf. Head on over to betonline.net today and use your mobile device to learn more about the action that's happening at BetOnline. It's where the game starts. Braves head down to Miami. They'll open up a three-game series at Lone Depot Park against the Marlins club with Bryce Elder on the mound. He of the complete game shutout last time out. He's two and three on the year. Jesus Lozardo is three and seven on the season. He'll be on the hill for the Marlins. 6.40 p.m. Eastern time is the first pitch. And quite obviously, Jake, once again, the mission for the Braves, should they choose to accept it, and I feel like they could, is to win one more baseball game to seal their fifth consecutive National League East crown. Like I said, the work is not over yet. They have to win one of these games or hope that the Nats can take down the Mets in one of theirs. And I don't know what the Braves pitching is really going to look like in this series. Obviously, we right. know Elder's going tomorrow. We don't really know after that because the Braves set themselves up for that Mets series for Freed, Wright, and Morton. So, um, you know, you got to come through. You got to win one of these games. Obviously, they're going to be getting in late, playing on Sunday night. So, obviously, I'm sure there's a lot of excitement as much as you mm -hmm. want to turn the page and look towards the next game and, and do that day-by-day -day mentality. I'm sure there's a lot of celebrating. There's a lot of patting yourselves on the back right now. You got to turn around and focus because this Marlins team, they pretty much just ended the Brewers season with how yeah. they played them in that series. So you can't take this team for granted. You got to come out, continue to play the baseball that they just played the weekend against the Mets. They do that, have all the confidence in the world. They'll take care of business, but just continue. As Dansby said, after the game, we're just mm -hmm. trying to play good baseball every day we go out there, especially, you know, going into October. So Want to see that continue. Don't let this linger. Take care of business on Monday and then hopefully, you know, rest up for the postseason. But got to finish this thing off. Yeah, got to finish it. And you want to be able to do it yourself. One win and three tries is what the Braves have as far as the odds are concerned. You'd love to get it done on Monday as Bryce Elder has pitched some great games. It almost be appropriate for him to be on the mound when the Braves do this thing or at least to be the guy that started that game. 
Uh, the Braves will not in this series be seeing Sandy Alcantara, who's the odds-on favorite to win the National League Cy Young Award. Marlins have already shut him down for the season, so that's one other bullet that you've dodged in this series, but we know it, the mission is each and every game, each and every day, that's what they focus on to win that one, and if they win one more, the Braves will be National League East champs for the fifth straight year and take their first step towards getting back to the highest of highs that they were on in 2021. That'll bring us to the end of this edition of the Braves postcast, part of the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube and subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. He's Jake Mastroianni. I'm Grant McCauley. Once again, it was a 5-3 Braves win, a sweep of the New York Mets. Atlanta's up two in the division, heading to Miami to close out the season with a three-game set against the Marlins that begins on Monday night. We'll have you set right here after the game, so be sure to join us on the Braves postcast. And until then, so long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacey Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked on Yankees. Locked on Mariners. Locked on Mets. Locked on Angels. And you're listening to Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Locked on Braves. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. 